Blurred notes. Blurred notes. Blurred notes. Blurred notes. Oh, you heard that music? It's the blurred note sounder? What? What? I don't know what's going on. Hey, how you guys doing? It's the producer from Brothers Comics. Uh, this is a special episode of Blurred Notes, where as we go over some of the nerdly news from the past uh, week, <laughs> two weeks, that's been uh, damn impossible to get this podcast in over the last few days because hashtag life. Uh, but yeah, so we're just going to go over some of the news of the last week or so um, with the people from the Marvel Hacks. Don't worry, there will be a Marvel Hacks episode, so just really, you're getting a double, basically, or a triple size. You're going to listen to this, and then you're going to roll straight into um, our House of X, Powers of X, uh, Jonathan Hickman X-Men uh, podcast. But on the line tonight, is the two Marvel Hacks. On the line tonight, it's the Sandman. Sandman, say what's happening. What's going on, people? Actually bringing you the Blurred Notes news tonight. Or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? It's also just that uh, we're keeping it real because that's who we are. It's Saturday night. Uh, we have we no got lives. nothing to do. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> it's a consistent theme, y'all. We have no lives. There's really not a whole lot going on. Uh, also on the line is Brother Beavis. Brother Beavis, say what's happening. I don't know what y'all are talking about. I just got off my private jet. I took a, a side trip here just to be here tonight. I was busy styling and profiling all week, uh, so could not podcast. But you know, I just we just landed, just walked off the tarmac, and I'm ready to go. Nice. <laughs> just living that life. Uh, yes, he has uh, two two things. Uh, one. Um, and, and y'all were involved in this too, where I went on that mad dash internet search for um, trying to find videos from the four horsemen of the apocalypse with our podcast listener, because I know he listens, uh, Aaron Awesome, where he was doing his uh, wrestling thing in Dayton there, where he, uh, you know, he did that, did that little bit trying to off a private plane. But two, um, Brother Beavis, uh, he, he had friends last week when we were trying to record this podcast. Um, <laughs> he found a life. I was so ashamed. He found a life. I'm like, he my bad. Yeah. <laughs> my, he I'm, I'm outside the house on a Friday night. My bad. Yeah, no, man. You had to be back by midnight before you turned into a pumpkin. So, uh, yeah, it's uh, it, it's good. So, yeah, so Blur Notes, we're going to go over, you know, B-L-E-R-D, using those letters to talk about topics that are happening for the week. We have to get a little bit creative with those, but... Uh, up first is the B. Uh, the B stands for Black Widow. Um, it came out this week or the past week, depending on what it is, that there will be an appearance by Tony Stark, a.k.a. Robert Downey Jr. in the Black Widow movie. Now, this movie is a prequel of sorts, so it could be a flashback scene. It could be a fast-forward scene. Um, I, I don't really know, but, Brother Beavis, it sounds like forcing him into this is like hey by the way uh people come see this movie because we know y'all all love um robert downey jr but y'all might not love black widow um that lady all that much yeah it seems like sort of an odd pairing i mean i think there's a lot of people in her background and then you have to think about like what year is it how old is everybody yeah i think they've got the perfect setup like they they debuted the holographic tony stark um, at the end of Endgame where he gave his own eulogy and you know that was sort of that's the way they introduced him uh, I th was it during like uh, the Secret Empire or shortly thereafter or whatever I mean there's precedence for Tony existing as a hologram and that would set up mm -hmm. you know anything with Ironheart or something like that so they, there's definitely ways they can bring him back I, you know there's I guess there is somewhat of a shared 
history with those two characters, but it seems like you know it, it's going to be head scratching to figure out like how the timelines actually line up. And I can't believe it's like a um, you know like a concerns about the man. I mean, like this is, I mean, you know, this is the movie that people have been clamoring for. It's like the obvious outlier of like for everything else, like for all the representation. You know, Scar- uh, 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 Scarlett Johansson's been around for so long, and Black Widow, when did we get that? Like, well, here it is. Like, you, you got to show up and represent. They shouldn't have to, like, season it to get people to show up, is my, my kind of feeling. So, I, I don't know. I, th- him added to the movie doesn't necessarily increase my interest. I still think they missed the ball on bringing this out and uh, trying to squeeze in a prequel. I think, I think it's almost too little too late. I have more concerns about it regardless of like him or not him yeah mm-hmm. scarlett johansson has become i would say problematic at least on uh, in internet uh twitter culture because she's constantly saying things to put her foot in her mouth you know where a couple years ago where she was like hey I, you know any actor can play anybody where she was taking a trans uh role from a trans actor uh, like, I think she said something that she, you know, she, you know, the role in Ghost in the Shell, where you know that clearly is based on a Japanese caricature, but they played that character as well. Uh, her love for, oh, like you know, I love Woody Allen, and I'll work with him again. Like she's constantly sticking her foot in her mouth, and so it seems to me, saying man, that Disney's like, hey, we got to put her, you know, to balance this freaking teeter totter, put her against somebody that can even that out. And to me, that's what it seems like. Yeah, it could be. I um, I'm not sure that even he's going. If he is in this movie, I mean, it's a rumor. I mean, it was reported everywhere because I mean that's what rumors do nowadays. They haven't obviously confirmed anything yet, but um, he probably is in it because it's like you said, it's a prequel. It's probably it's more likely set in the past. I think they're going to do the um, the infamous Budapest um, um, thing with yeah. um, probably with the uh, Hawkeye. I imagine he would have to be, mm-hmm. in it, uh, which would make yeah, sense. Yeah, I would so. think so. I mean, uh, I would. I was hoping maybe Captain America would show up in it, but after the events of um, Endgame, that's probably not going to. Well, I mean, this I, I forgot. This is a prequel. Yeah. It could be. It yeah. probably won't be because that's a lot of money. They'd have to pay Chris Evans. But he, if he is in it, I think though Robert Downey Jr. I'm talking about. Um, I think it'll probably just be a couple, a glorified uh, uh, a cameo at best. I doubt he's going to yeah. be in it for like a. You know, a big plot point or anything, or he's a major character in the movie. I just don't think that's going to happen. But that wouldn't stop them from floating that out there just to see, like, hey, uh, Iron Man's going to be in this movie. You, you better come see it and see what happens. You know, I wouldn't put that yeah. above them at all. So, <laughs> you know, well, that's going to get we'll know a, people into the, into the theater. I like that. We'll know a lot. Yeah. We'll know a lot if he winds up showing up in any of the advertising for it. Like, if they <laughs> drop a trailer and he pops up, then we'll know oh, yeah. a lot. Go ahead, brother. Yeah. I'd just like to add, I mean, I think she had really strong contributions as a supporting character in across she all did. the movies she was in. And I don't she necessarily... Really, I, I, she was big yeah, in, I want, um, um, uh, Winter Soldier, I thought. Sorry, yeah, she was a great mm-hmm. addition to all the Captain America stuff. And I don't think that right. means she's not good enough on her own. I just think she was... She was she was great. I mean, she she was always different than everybody else. Not just because she's female, but her power level and things like that. But I mean, she was a great addition to all the storylines she was a part of, and and I think she definitely does deserve her story. Her, you know, her own story. I just I, I wish we had gotten it before they threw her off a horror horror mountain. 
and killed her you know, <laughs> yeah. like they did everybody. She should have got Captain Marvel's spot. She definitely should have got yeah. Captain Marvel's spot. Mm, yeah, that was, a, that was mm. a mistake they made. Yeah, yeah, hmm, that's interesting. I didn't even think about it like that. Uh, interesting. Okay. Yeah, the other side angle be here um, is it's National Batman Day. Um, you know, Hutch sent out a, a text to us in the text chain or one of the text chains about it being National Batman Day or whatever. And um, I don't know. He's like, oh, you know what? He, I think he wanted to do a podcast and like kind of talk about Batman or whatever. And I sent that to, to in the chain. I was like, uh, Brother Beavis and I did a whole ass podcast and ranking those movies. Also, if you know anything about Brother Beavis and I, it is just us agreeing with each other. Like, yeah, that movie sucked. <laughs> that movie sucked. Very that movie fucking sucked. Um, yeah, so um, so it was like an hour of us just glad handing each other. But for the most part, like, I, you know, bro, and Sa- yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. That's right. Uh, Sandman was like, oh, yeah, I already know how uh, <laughs> the producer feels about Batman. So <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So um, bro, Sandman, you know, you may be more of a, a Batman fan than I. I know you didn't go to the library or to the comic book store for Batman Day, but. If right. you had to rank them, what is your favorite interpretation of Batman across all mediums, comics, cartoons, movies, etc.? Uh, it's still got to be the animated series. It's going to be the best Batman. I mean, it ran so long for, I mean, how many different um, iterations of um, uh, the uh, Kevin Conroy voice Batman did right. they have? I mean, good Lord. It kept going for a while, and I kept watching it. <laughs> and we, I mean, we all like it. Yeah. We all love it. Uh, it's easily the first. I mean, that's um, if I was going to rank like after that, maybe one of the um, 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 Batman Begins uh, trilogy, uh, probably The Dark Knight would be next, and so on. I mean, I'm, right. I don't want to waste all the time and rank them all up, but yeah, I mean, yeah, the animated series is still the standard, and you know, okay. they have. I don't think anybody's even come close to it as far as Batman material. It's still easily number one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. They're still. They've been trying to recreate it for thirty years now, really, and yeah, you know, man. with Failed. measures of success. You know, hit, hit, yeah, hit or miss success. Uh, Brother yeah. Beavis is the animated series still the uh, the gold standard. It is, and which is amazing in and of itself. But I would also add to that, like, you know, the the just the Batman within the Justice League cartoons, um, which is essentially the same continuity, same character. The contrast of Batman to the rest of the superheroing world is just just adds on top of it because, I mean, I feel like there's so many episodes that that they just show you how awesome he is against the backdrop of you know everyone that's more powerful, more devious, more you know more skilled, no more so than when they the one where they've like they capture him, lock him up in the basement, and he still wins against like an entire yeah. group of supervillains like. Mm-hmm. It, it, the, yeah. the animated series that it's amazing um you know the degree that that became the definitive batman and uh right. the fact that kevin conroy and all the other creators were able to sustain that through as much property as they have been able to over the years is just awesome yeah yeah, yeah it's um it is the standard and i think i think though over time because it was the standard they kept having to up what i've affectionately called on this podcast that Batman bullshit to kind of keep going um, to like make him I mean he's really I mean he's a five plus wrestler with offense on four through ten 
Like, there's nothing that you can do really to defeat him. And I, not defeat him, but it, it just, you know, all his foibles or whatever wind up not coming from villains, but, you know, kind of from himself at a point. And I just, yeah, it's just, it's gone over the edge or over the top for me. Um, so, yeah, whatever. So, yeah, no, no library appearances, no nothing for Batman Day for me. I let that go. All right. Letter L. Uh, it's for likely, and speaking of Batman, uh, for likely, like how likely is it that somebody gets inspired by this Joker movie and goes out and kills a bunch of people? Um, this Joker movie that comes out on October the 4th, outside of comic book continuity with Joaquin Phoenix, directed by Todd Phillips, all of the um, pre-whatever for this, all the early screenings saying this is the greatest movie of all time. There's been some people like, you know, this air quotation, this is my Black Panther. I'm assuming these are like white dudes. This is my Black Panther. This is like, you know, all of these things. And it seems to me that um, inspiring people like to kill, essentially, like, you know, like, oh, you know, I have these mental issues. People picked on me, did those types of things. And now I'm going to strike back is going to inspire a group of people to do something stupid. Brother Beavis, uh, I know you're not going to go and see it, but what have been your thoughts on the early um, previews of this movie? I think if we roll the collective tapes, and maybe maybe this <laughs> happened off the recording, I think I might have already said, if any of you go see this, we're not friends anymore. I, yeah. <laughs> uh, you uh, did. Uh, uh, All right, okay. Yeah, I, I, I was like, I, I know I at least thought it. And I don't know if it's mm. actually committed to, to anything recorded, but yeah. Yes. All right, so there's there's a lot to unpack here. And uh, did you say it doesn't come out till October 4th? It comes out October 4th. Oh, I thought it was already mm -hmm. out. All right, so all right, so a couple things. First of all, I want to start off with there's a thing now about, like, superhero fatigue and how, like, you know, I'm so tired of superhero movies uh, but there's these these ones that rise above the top. Like this this movie, from everything I know, and I haven't seen it, could have been made without any association to the Joker. There's no correct. There's no canon that's brought into this. There's nothing, and there's no mm -hmm. canon really with Joker, regardless. But this could have been a movie that somebody made, and the fact that they chose to label it Joker, and now this gets put into a conversation about this is how you make a superhero movie or what? That's complete and utter bullshit. So that yeah. that in and of itself is more is like infuriating to me, and the whole idea that the superhero genre needs to be caveated in any way it's just it's just fucking stupid. I mean, there's mm -hmm. there's any number of comics that are garbage. There's any number of comics that are just brilliant, and it's a medium, and it's a it's a it's a popular medium right now that's generating a shit ton of money. And you know, I love it. I love this time don't throw this shit in my face is how it's supposed to be done. And this goes sort of back to like the Dark Knight era. Like, oh, this is what it's like. Uh, okay. You know, Dark Knight was good when it came out, but as you rewatch it, and the more you rewatch it, it's not great. And we've had that conversation no, a lot of times. Mm -hmm. and, I've, and even when it came out, like, because I think if I recall correctly, like, the the uh, the Joker movie that what was the second one was the Dark Knight Returns was yeah. that what it was yeah mm -hmm. that came out mm -hmm. the same time as Iron Man and what yes. I used to tell everybody it was right. like I think the Dark Knight Returns is maybe a better movie but Iron Man's certainly a better comic book movie and and in, even in retrospect like the Dark Knight Returns is only really good 
because of Heath Ledger's, Heath Ledger's performance. The end mm-hmm. kind of sucks. There's a lot of garbage in it. Um, yeah, it's just, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. So anyway, I buried that in the yeah. ground. Now let's get to the idea of, like, the, the shooting and things like that. I mean, so I think if if we if we compare it to if we want to put it in like the family of Black or a, a Black Panther and things like that, I think there's an interesting thing about these are all it's it's really about a question of power and and what does somebody that doesn't have power do once they have power? And I think from the white perspective, it's like it's really about losing power and how do you reassert it? And if you mm-hmm. want to reverse that dialogue, if you, like if this is a black character, it's more like I never had power, now I have it. What do I do it? And as as I was just sitting mm-hmm. here thinking about this and trying to ha- have any idea how to frame this, so let's think about like uh, you know boys in the hood or whatever else. Like people like rise up, and then it usually turns out poorly. And it, mm-hmm. it's always about you know gaining power from absolutely nothing, and hopefully not abusing it. And your odds of it really turning out well are really not good. I mean, that's that's one form of the story, and this is this mm-hmm. is more of a story. Like you take it back to the taxi driver would probably be the most close analogy. It's yeah. like, you know, I'm I should have power. There's no there's no institutional forces against me. There's no institutional racism or or wealth gap or anything. It's just I'm a miserable individual and I'm going to rise up and take people down. And and the difference I think mm-hmm. is in the past we've seen this is like it's somebody rising up against you know maybe the pimp and the drug dealers or whatever. And now what this appears mm-hmm. is more like a general revolt against society. Um, so I think it, it is a troubling message. It's not something that we haven't dabbled in before, but I think, you know, this idea of like, hey, I lost something and it's somebody's fault. I mean, I think mm-hmm. that's the core of it. It's a power. It's a it's it's a question of power. And mm-hmm. if you if if you are in that personal situation or if you feel like you're the Joker, the first thing you need to do is look inside you and realize all the things you're fucking up. That are not anyone else's yeah. fault. <laughs> and get yourself right. Yeah. So I don't know. That was like a preachy diatribe, but I, you posed that question. I was like, man, this is heavy. Like, because I got warning on it this. Is. You showed me this several days ago. I was like, shit. I, yeah. I got to think about this. So that's that's yeah. the barfed out version of what's been going through my head uh, with a one line that that the producer basically gave me a heads up. He was going to throw this over. Yeah, you know, and what you're saying is completely true, and society-wise, where we are, I mean, it's always really been this way, it's just more hyper-vigilant and hyper-visual now, it's just like, when a, it's a, you said a taxi driver, and that's, that's a uh, older reference, a uh, more, a little bit more modern reference, it's still a, a fucking older reference too, is um, falling down with Michael Oh yeah, I was thinking about that too. Like yes. the early yeah. 90s or whatever. Right. You know, it's more, of, it's in that line as well, is like what happens when white dudes figure out like, you know, I don't have anything left to lose. And when that happens, generally speaking in movies and in real life, people die. And so people relate to these characters, whether it be De Niro or Michael Douglas in that movie, and then they take on that persona, and then shit happens. It's, I mean, to me, this is inevitable. Like, there is starting to be somebody that's going to be inspired by this. They've been waiting for this movie. They're like, you know what? This is exactly how I feel, and I'm going to take this shit out on fill-in-the-blank fill in group blank. of people. Yeah. Chance- yeah, exactly. It, it, mm-hmm. Chances are it's going to be some minority group or a woman, but it's going to freaking happen. 
and that's a dangerous place and I think movies like that when they set these movies up it's I don't I don't think they especially pulling it outside of the comic book world because it gives it that more sense of realism like I could really be this dude I could really like put on a purple suit and some makeup and go fuck some people up and I think when you take that out especially if you don't have a balance of good in this because you've essentially made the Joker the good guy in this movie oh yeah uh, good luck. Um, mm. Nothing good can come from this, you know. Like always, oh, gonna get an Oscar and all. Like I, I just, um, yeah, I got. I'm, I'm scared oh, is the yeah. wrong word, but I just, I just don't, that's the I don't other like thing the too. idea. Like the, you said, the O word. Um, that's the other thing too. Is like I feel like when Heath Ledger won an Oscar, these thirsty ass bitches saw some blood in the water. And like, <laughs> oh, I'm about to get my Oscar on Joker roll too. My method, yeah. Leave me my method on, yeah. Yeah. Fuck mm. them. Yeah, I just, I, I'm just whatever. Sammy, do you have any desire to see this movie? I mean, you're gonna lose two friends if you do. But uh, I mean, you know. <laughs> all right. For, you got for the record, ones you can replace us with. <laughs> I'm stating this for the record. My friend wants to go see this, and I swear to yeah. you, Almighty God, I'm telling you the truth. I may have to go see it because my friend wants to see it. So. Oh my I, God. I, I, I yeah. don't know. I may have to go see hey. it, but. So you yeah. got to know your enemy. So go in and bring it back and let us know. You know. So there. Yeah. Something. Exactly. Yeah. I mean. Exactly. I mean. There's like, a, hey, yeah, I read the a, Harry Potter yeah. books so I could make fun of them. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there is yeah. a take one for the team aspect for a lot of things. Like I'm going to wind up seeing hustlers. You know. I mean, I'm just going to have to see yeah. it because you know I'm just going to have to. But is it? It is what it is. But yeah, yeah uh, I mean that's fine. You can let us know how it go. Uh, it is yeah. and goes. But um, if you see it three wow. times, then we have to talk. Yeah, you that's know? it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's the that, standard. That was my original <laughs> sin, never to be repeated. Yeah, that's that's yeah, that's never where it, where it should. That shit was but. on there. That shit was on the other day, actually. Um, it was on TNT or something, and I it's was so, like, "Oh, it's, it, it's so bad." Why'd you so say bad. that name? Yeah. But it speaking is. of this, this movie coming up, interesting. Some of the things you said that um, um, producer, you said um, Joker is the hero uh, of this. I, mm. I saw a review that they said exactly those words. The opposite, though, that he is not the hero. Oh, okay. Yeah, so okay. I, that really kind of struck a chord when you said that. Yeah, they said, okay. yeah, he's people are going to think that he's going to be glorified in this and stuff. And, you know, maybe those incels at home that we're worried about, you know, mm-hmm. actually latching hold of this and doing something insane, hopefully that does not happen. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, they made it very clear that, you know, he is not, no hero, he's no role model. Uh, the, I, the review I watched was very good because mm-hmm. they really got in depth with it, and I've, I've watched them a lot for a lot of my uh, okay. movie reviews. So um, I'll probably right. tell y'all off mic. But yeah, they're um, yeah. Th- there was a very good review. They said it was. They thought it was very well made, and mm-hmm. but it was also very disturbing, very disturbing. Mm-hmm. And that's not the first time I've heard that too. It's I've heard that. Several uh, several different sources that have um, seen that because slowly the uh, reviews are starting to creep out, and it's still like two yeah. weeks away, which is um, kind of says something too that uh, they think it's going to be um, pretty big, I guess. But um, yeah, and I I also think I know what I think I have an idea what's going to happen in this movie based on a mm-hmm. uh, couple of the stories from um, they're probably adapting. 
But um, mm-hmm. yeah, they um, um, <laughs> I don't know what else to say. Yeah, this is. I'm a, I'm I'm a little worried. I'm a little concerned, just like you guys are. It's um, do you think the DC WB bears some responsibility making a movie like this? Do you think there could be they could be um, put to blame at all on this? I've that was kind of one of the uh, no. topics they went over. I mean, I don't. I, get, I mean, you know, be, there's all personal responsibility for people doing things. And again, somebody that is inspired by this is chances are they were messed up before they went to go see this yeah. movie. Right. Uh, yeah, this is just like the yeah. It's just the straw, you know. Yeah. Yeah. It's, that's like basically what it is. I mean, they're obviously yeah. They were already messed up. I don't you know. I don't put too much into like oh you know it's the movie's fault that somebody went out and did some shit like this. But right. I right. I know. I know for, I did, not a fact, I just know in my heart that just seems like uh, in, in the current political environment that we're in, it seems like the kind of movie that's going to inspire the wrong group of people to do something that they had probably already been thinking about and was just waiting for the moment to do it. That's right. kind of how I see it. And um, that ain't good. Nothing like in that sense, nothing good can come from making this movie, because as you said, like oh, you know, he's not the movie, he's not the the star of this movie or whatever. He's not the hero. And I was just thinking about this, and this is not on here, but you know, there was a note that the Boondocks was coming back. Mm. Uh, right. You know, it's going to be on HBO Max on the streaming service or whatever, and um, uh, you know, and Aaron Magruder's got to come back and produce it. Who I, he? I think he did the first two seasons. He had nothing to do with that final season of. Uh, was on whatever Cartoon Network or whatever, yeah, blah, 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 blah. but yeah, yeah, but yeah, but what nobody, I, what people forget all the time is like people, you know, Riley wound up becoming like the star of that show. Like people were like, oh, you know, Riley's that dude, blah 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 blah, and people didn't realize that Riley was really a parody of like ignorant ass niggas. He wasn't the star <laughs> of the show, okay? Exactly. Um, like he was, he was literally making fun of you people, and no, like people didn't get it. Well, he's, a, he's um, as bad as Ruckus sometimes. So the Joker yeah. might not be the Joker might not be the hero of this movie, but people won't get that. They're not yeah, going to get completely it. Miss They're going to get what they want out of it, right? And yeah. so you're going to wind up having like the wrong people do whatever this is and pick out whatever they want. So yeah, I'm yeah. I'm a little concerned just overall, yeah. but and whatever. I'm, real yeah. quick and real quick too. This will be this will be it for me on this subject. I. I object that this is even going to be thought of as a comic book movie. Yeah. This is not a comic book movie. This is yeah. a comic character being adapted as a killer. You know, I mean, oh. the Joker is a killer. Yeah. And, I mean, it could be... Mm. Uh, Beaver said it earlier. You could take the uh, names off of him, take the makeup off of him, and he'll just, he'd just be um, Jack. And, you know, Jack the killer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, mm. in whatever city. And it would be... Uh, a completely different story and you know yeah he has a crazy mm. joker laugh but you know that'd be it and it, it, mm. it would just be a, another movie and I don't right. I don't like the fact that this is going to be called a comic book movie because I'm not going to think yeah. of this uh, up there with a Marvel movie you know comparison right. with a Marvel movie or anything like sure. that that's not at all what um, I'm going to feel when I, I uh, think about this movie so yeah I just wanted to say that mm. No, yeah, and all, I mean it's, it's like I've been saying about you know Riverdale, you know that they could have made that show completely not using any of the characters from Archieverse, 
Like, right. nothing about those characters are anything that really are related to, you know, besides the names that are related to, you know, people from to the Archie yeah. It's just right. use the name. To, yeah, they just use the name to move forward and bullshit, you know, freaking yeah, exactly. Beverly Hills 90210 uh, mm-hmm. Supernatural mix-up. Yeah. So, like, yeah. Ah. Right. Okay. Anyway. All right. Yeah. All right. Letter E. Letter E is for eh. Uh, word is that uh, eh, it's spelled E H H H by the way. Eh, it's uh, word is that the MCU is thinking about possibly casting a person of color as Magneto and Charles Xavier, and we've talked about this over the Twitter chain for days now, or our text chain for days now. Uh, yeah, uh, just uh, especially like the the real rumors out there is possibly Denzel Washington playing Magneto. Um, that was not. It's interesting in a lot of different ways or whatever. I, my question, I guess, to y'all, Sandman, you use the term forced diversity, which I hate, but mm. um, you said that you didn't feel that that is a great idea. I don't either, by the way. I just hate that fucking term. Um, kind of explain why you don't think that is a great idea. Well, why? I just don't think... Uh, why would you want to do that? I mean, Professor X... Or Magneto, in this case, Magneto. I mean, yes, I understand he could be uh, any other race um, um, if you really wanted to um, um, change up certain uh, aspects about it. But I mean, he's Magneto is a Holocaust survivor. Uh, he's a, a, a Jew from um, I'm not sure what uh, he's from Germany or what country country he was originally from. But why mm-hmm. would you want to uh, tinker with the uh, fact that I mean, yes, he has to be of a certain race, of a certain uh, ethnicity, to um, qualify mm-hmm. for that? And I understand that this, the MCU version they're going to change that up, um, just because you know they can't really make that math work anymore. He'd be over seventy, eighty years old now, if not older. Mm-hmm. And I just, I mean, I don't see a, a reason to do it, a good reason to do it outside of they, they just want to do it. That's not really a good reason for me. And um, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I just think it's unnecessary, and you know, and I love Denzel. I just, right. it just does, it just doesn't, it doesn't fit to me. It just doesn't. It just seems like a stunt. Seems like stunt casting. Yeah. And I just, and yeah, and I, I yeah. use that uh, forced diversity word. I probably shouldn't. I probably shouldn't have said that. I probably should have said another thing. But it, it feels like that to me sometimes when they do things like this. Yeah. And, you know, they're trying to force that in. So yeah, yeah, I don't like mm. it. I don't like it at all. I just, I mean, I think Denzel, I mean, I've said that for a while now. I was like, well, you know, making Blue Marvel, because we're so close to the damn Ultimates anyway, making Blue Marvel, and there you go. Like, that's it. But it's also Blue Marvel, and it's Denzel Washington. He ain't going to be no goddamn Blue Marvel. Because um, it's just not that ain't the case. He's freaking Denzel Washington, for Pete's sake. He's going to, if he if he eventually does this, he's going to have a meteor role. I don't know if it's going to be freaking Magneto or not. I just, Brother Beavis, do you think it's an okay idea making a black man a Holocaust survivor from <laughs> Germany? Yeah. When you say it uh, out loud, sometimes. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. No, I, yeah. I think, so again, since we've been had the, we've been planning this for so long, I've had a lot of time to think about this. And I think the funny thing to me is, in as many ways as the parallels of X Men and uh, mutants to uh, actual racial discrimination in as many ways as that was interesting in the 60s where it was like hey this is something we want this is a story we want to tell but obviously we can't so we're going to do what we can 
and you know there's some people probably back then who read that and were like oh i get that and that's really compelling there's many other people who read it and they're like yeah i just like superheroes there's probably a bunch of other people who read it and they're like yeah why can't y'all go find somebody and live in their mansion leave the rest of us alone you know there's probably those people too <laughs> but the analogy kind of still holds up if you're going to still use it if you're still using still use mutants as a as a vehicle for having conversation about racism because now it's like yeah mutants are everywhere and it's it doesn't make any sense that we're still having this conversation and it's not getting better anytime soon you know it's it's like it's ironic to me the way it like it was it was it was perfect in a way and yet it still parallels kind of the conversation we're having and so i think because of the fact that the X-Men are so tied in thematically to the ideas of racism and things like that, that I think introducing a character, of, uh, a black character, a black actor, um, it is problematic just because because it's been part of the story. And mm-hmm. let alone whether or not you want to try and have somebody portray somebody who has a particular background of discrimination. So I think in this case mm-hmm. it would be a bad idea. Um I think uh, if we're going to have the conversation about what what Denzel should play, I have a couple ideas. Mm-hmm. You want to hit that now, or yeah, yeah, go right. ahead, go ahead. Okay, so I was thinking about like from the Avengers perspective, what what you know, what are the big villains? And we threw out Doctor Doom, and and that's problematic because if you're going to put the mask on him, you know, and Doctor Doom is a sacred character, so that's one that really has to be handled. You know, obviously Galactus is coming at some point. And, and, mm-hmm. and that's weird because it's, you, you're not really playing that character. And I, and I threw this out on the text chain uh, partially to poke Sandman, but partially because I think it might make sense. <laughs> Kang! Yeah, I mean, he, he might not uh, be a bad Kang. I mean, they're going to have to uh, figure yeah. out uh, an alternate solution to the green and purple pajamas, but he could be yeah. a Kang. But <laughs> the other thing is, uh, I think he may he would be really good for the letter R, which is upcoming, and so mm. I'll let you lead mm. us. Oh, that. okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, I got you. Yeah, I just I threw Doom out there because I think look, it's freaking Denzel Washington. So you got to give him a whatever he's in. He has to, it's going to be weight. Like he's going to bring like something, and it has to be a character that you're like, whoa, like that Doom yeah. is for real and serious. And that's why I said Doom because I think Doom is for real and serious and you know again yeah you got to take the mask and the costume or whatever you know you can get into this idea it's like does he need to have the mask or whatever but um like i think like i think that's just like a weighty character that he could like gives immediate legitimacy to a character that you know people may not know anything about because of who's playing who the actor is um, so, and I think that what yeah, we've I, gotten so far has only been the scene-chewing elements of Doom, and that is certainly part correct. of it. We've never gotten right. anything yeah. behind the character, um, and that's mm-hmm. really what everyone's going to need before we say yes. That is the cinematic yeah. Doom we've been waiting for. Yeah, exactly. yeah, and again, it'll it'll piss people off in that sense, but. I think it would be better than Magneto. Like him being Magneto yeah. would piss everybody off. Like that yeah, just that you're gonna happen. go into the movie with people going sideways already, much like Black Human Torch. Like it just would. Like everybody's yeah. already gonna be completely sideways to the idea. Um, so, but in, in the same breath, the idea if you did cast a white Xavier and a black Magneto, 
you get that double contrast of you know uh, not just the you know the the power differential between mutants and humans or whatever in one side and the other. You also get the racial aspect of it too, which adds double weight to it. Yeah. But people don't want to go to the movies and be thinking thinking that hard. Like there's people that read the comic books and are like nowadays like, oh, I don't understand why the X Men are like uh you know just too much social justice stuff in there. I'm like, um, what? Do you know what these books are about to yeah, begin yeah, with? It's, like it's the the, the, the meat. I'm like if you again. Also, again, my theme for this whole fucking podcast, Riley's not the hero, man. Like, y'all don't get it. Like, you just don't get the, the, part, the real part of what this is about is you're not getting. But, uh, like, you know, yeah. I want to throw this out, too. I think, that I mean, like, part of this discussion is, like, let's get the best actor for the character regardless. And I think one instance right. of that is I agree with um, Michael Clark Duncan as Kingpin in the Daredevil movie, which yeah. I don't think is as yeah, bad as great. many people mm. think. That's just no, he, he's great he was a he was a powerful person and mm-hmm. nothing about him being black was any contrast to any prior story or anything. I think that was absolutely a case where, you know, he was really good for that role. And I think, you know, Vincent mm-hmm. D'Onofrio has done a great job in this in the series as well. And I think that's a villain mm-hmm. that there's a lot of room to explore. You know, not something that holds up on the Avengers level, but you know, a great vil- great Marvel villain. And I think those are both good um implementations where they you gave the role to the the person who was right for it at that time and i think that's great right yeah 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 all right he was the best uh, right. best part of that movie <laughs> i agree with that yeah yeah for sure i don't hey actually be careful <laughs> be careful brother beavis really likes that movie we'll defend yeah. it to the end of this podcast yes uh, uh, Sam, did you have anybody for Denzel that you thought that could play? He could play. I really haven't thought that much about it. I do kind of agree that he could be a good Doom. Um, mm-hmm. I still have some issues with it, but I mean, I agree he's he's overqualified for that. If anything, uh, he's overqualified for every role. To be honest, exactly. Like, yeah, I, I mean, mean like, you, know, get, like you put him in. A, you put him in any movie, he's going to literally be the best movie person that's been in any of the movies already. Like, that's oh, it. Like, he's... That's what I'm saying. Like, you can't... That's what I'm saying. You can't make him blue... Like, people online, oh, make him blue marble. Like, Motherfucker, it's Denzel Washington. You're not he's making blue no marble. Who most people don't care. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Nobody cares about no damn blue marble. It's yeah, Denzel Washington. Exactly. I mean... Shit. I mean, they could do something like they've already done Silver Surfer as a uh, um, uh, Lawrence Fishburne did Silver Surfer in the the second Fantastic yeah. Four one. Well, just the voice, just yeah. the voice. Obviously, I mean, he was a CG character anyway. But I mean, he yeah. could do something of that 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 caliber. You know, um, I'd have to think about it to actually get get some. There's got to be somebody out there. Uh, uh, I I, you know. I guarantee you, whatever he plays, he's not going to be a good guy. I can guarantee you that. No. There's no way that you he's going to be a bad guy. You know <laughs> what? Well, you know, it's that's it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Training so, day I, is so awesome. Just, I, just, yeah. <laughs> I was just imagining him like taking some taking Hawkeye on a ride or something. Like <laughs> <laughs> Getting him to do PCP. Oh my God! Training day is so awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right, all right, my nigga, man, that's a great. Thanos ain't got nothing on me. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god!
God, All that right. movie's yeah. so good. <laughs> nice. All right, letter R. <laughs> letter R is for Rad. We kind of alluded to it already. <laughs> As in Nor and Rad. Uh, allegedly, MCU, and again, there's so much of this stuff is about rumors and people just throwing shit on the wall. Uh, but they're looking to make a Silver Surfer. Yeah, a Silver Surfer movie ahead of a Fantastic Four movie, which doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. Uh, there was a, also a rumor that Liam Neeson was going to play Galactus. At least it'd be a person and not a cloud at this point. <laughs> point. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Does this, any of this make sense, Sandman, to like make a Silver Surfer movie? Because I guess that with, with Galactus to make a Silver Surfer movie before a Fantastic Four movie, does any of that make sense to you? Well, you know what? It, you could do it because, I mean, Silver Surfer, for those that don't know, he's a herald of a Galactus and basically an immortal being. Uh, he, you, could, you could make it so he's lived for hundreds of years or whatever, you know, finding worlds for Galactus and... And doing using that as a background for eventually uh, introducing the Fantastic Four because then he finds a certain blue planet, you know, third from the sun, finally, and then we have mm. the backstory for him already, and we know what's going to happen when he arrives on Earth and uh, meets up with the Fantastic Four, and you got that movie. So you could do that, you know, that would be right on Marvel's alley. That would be very, uh, very much like Kevin Feige to do something like that, I think. So. Other than that, no. <laughs> it would make more sense to him to do the Fantastic Four first, or at least some background on them, establish them first. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. I mean, I've seen that. I've seen them do some things I thought they were a mistake before, and then it ended up as like, oh shit, that really worked out well. I was wrong. So I'm not going to be too mm -hmm. critical about it yet. Yet. Yeah. yeah. Brother Beavis, what do you think the delay is with mutants and the Fantastic Four? I mean, you really haven't heard shit about shit. Now, there was a the, the uh, added part to the 20th anniversary or whatever of Iron Man or however many things. That scene where um, he meets with uh, with Samuel L. Jackson or Nick Fury at the end of the original Iron Man talks about the Avengers initiative. They cut a line out of there where he, he actually references Spider-Man. Um, and mutants, and, mutants. and um, that the, you know that that yeah that they cut it out. But why do you think there's been such a delay? We went through yeah. San Diego, we went through D23, and literally nothing about any of those two groups of people. I'm willing to believe it really is just the the production delays and and what it takes to get them um, in the midst mm -hmm. of the engine. You know, I, I because okay. they've they've had some pretty far-reaching plans over the years that. Have generally mm -hmm. panned out with some additions, but not like significant deviations. So I'm I'm willing to believe that they've had enough going on um, that uh, in, in order to try and immediately revector that it would have been difficult. I mean, I think they probably had to look at like, you know, we've had whatever we've been doing for phase four, right? Is that that's the phase of coming coming up? So I mean, four. they they mm -hmm. had some obscure shit like on deck for phase four, and they probably had to face the decision of do we want to scrap that and try and bring some of this mm -hmm. other stuff in and it seems like that's not the direction they're going and I think uh, they had been working on a lot of this stuff to bring it up to a point where I think a lot of it's really compelling and, and plus with the launch mm -hmm. of the new streaming platform thing so I, I really just think it's production delays more than anything else and I think Silver yeah. Surfer is a character that I think this he really does um, 
I think he really does beg for the introduction and then the prequel. I think he's interesting enough visually and, like, I don't know, maybe he is the character that even if you don't read a lot of comics, you're at least aware of the character in some way that just mm-hmm. visually he's interesting enough and you could put him in a movie and I think that's then start there and then work backwards um, and then use that as the jumping off point. If you want to do the Kirby-esque spacefaring Silver Surfer franchise, knock yourself out. But I think I think they should they they can they can feature he can feature in somebody else's movie uh, rap term yeah and then he can have his yes, own prequel is. and then maybe his own franchise yeah I just I don't yeah it just seems to me it seems to me that if you did introduce Pan, uh, Silver Surfer that means you have to introduce Galactus and it seems to me that introducing your big bad in the beginning like that or before you introduce the heroes might be a little bit bass backwards um so mm. like you know what i mean like you know a fantastic four story is going to build up to a galactic story like that just it seems like a natural you know evolution of events yeah. to me but like yeah. so again if you i mean i don't want to see a story of Norrin rad and him losing his wife and all that because again you can't tell that story without galactic so I, I, yeah, I, yeah. I, I don't know. And Liam I Neeson, do have, I, I don't like. I, I don't agree with that. Yeah, I don't know. I think Liam Neeson as Galactus makes a lot. I think that's fine. But I, my other joke mm-hmm. was like, if if somebody steals Galactus's daughter, some if some Eastern European steal Galactus's daughter, <laughs> somebody's getting kicked in the chest. I mean, we all know that. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I mean, can. Can we get um, Famke Jansen to st- star as uh, you know uh, his oh, wife, Galactus' wife? <laughs> Lady Galactus. And all the only reason I watched the only reason I watched them taking movies. So whatever. <laughs> Go ahead, Sammy. <laughs> uh, yeah, real quick, I think um, you were talking about the um, possible delay of the Fantastic Four and the Mutants. I think it's probably mm-hmm. got a lot to do with the uh, upheaval with Spider-Man and Sony right now because yeah. they were going to make Spider-Man. Yeah a big part of uh, Phase 4 and probably Phase 5. He, he was going to be probably the, the transitional hero from uh, the Infinity Saga into um, the next phases with the the Mutants and Fantastic Four and whatever else they're going to have. And now that Sony wants to take the one good toy they have and uh, to play with it themselves, uh, I think that's really thrown that's everything into a, kind of a... Uh, yeah. <laughs> I think that's thrown everything into uh, the blender again, and now they don't really know yeah. exactly what they're going to do until, because uh, that thing is still up in the air with them and Sony. They're still, yeah, uh, I've seen I did today, see they're that. still trying to talk about it. So I don't, we don't know what's going yeah. to happen with that. So that's just another possibility. Yeah, I, yeah, I think I saw somewhere where they were at some sort of, excuse me, seventy thirty split, where you know, get it, right? Get it to back where, and again, it's a. It's literally Mr. Burns and um, Smithers having a money fight, throwing money at each other. That's basically all it is. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, that's basically yeah. what it is. Yeah, I mean, that's basically what it is. We could have like $3 billion or we could have, you know, $1.2 billion. I mean, at a point. Come on, man. Yeah, um, pretty so, much. whatever. All right. Letter D, y'all, is for Disney+. Plus. Uh, it was announced uh, earlier last week, this week, or whatever, that Spider-Man, the Fox version, that version of uh, Spider-Man, as well as every other Spider-Man version of the cartoon, is going to be on Disney+. Plus. So Spider-Man and His Amazing Friends, Spider-Man 67. I didn't know, if, I didn't see if uh, 
in, uh, Spectacular was going to be on there, but I would probably would imagine that it is. That's going to be there, as well as uh, X-Men the Animated Series is going to be on Disney+, Plus, which is kind of weird, because that was also Fox-produced, but I guess they own all that shit now, too. So that's going to be on there, along with the 90s versions of, you know, the Fantastic Four cartoon and their Marvel cards, uh, the Hulk, Iron Man, like all of those versions will be on Disney Plus, readily available when it launches in November. So it's a two-part question. One, are you excited about it? And two, well, let's just do that part. Are you excited about that part, Brother Beavis, that you'll be able to you know, immediately watch those? And you're adding Disney Plus, right? Like, you're not going to like fuck around and not add it? Oh, yeah, no. That's not even <laughs> yeah, a discussion. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah. <laughs> I, I think, I mean, just for us, I mean, as much as this we're into, I mean, it seems like a pretty solid value. And, and we yeah. watched, like, we watched like Monsters Inc. the other day, and it's great. I mean, mm. there's, there's gonna be so yes, much on there that's worth watching. Uh, yeah, I think it's yeah. a no-brainer. Um, mm-hmm. As far as it, being excited about these particular editions, um, you know, I have I have all the X-Men animated series on DVD, and so yes, it is mm. more of a hassle to kind of put it in and fire up the DVD stuff like that so i'm not getting anything that i don't want to watch i I think the one thing that i'm hoping for and i don't know if this is going to be part of it is i've never seen that uh by all accounts terrible avengers cartoon that came Mm. out around this time Mm. and i'm interested to see that um Mm. but for the rest of it like i mean spider-man it was hamstrung by the the comic book code for lack of a better word Fantastic mm. Four is hot garbage. Iron Man hot is garbage. not it's great. Bad. Hulk, Hulk, <laughs> I've heard was okay. But I tried to watch it. It's pretty good actually. Doesn't doesn't grab me, but I have issues with Hulk. So not necessarily excited, but uh, the the appeal there there's an appeal to having all that stuff available to me for something yeah. I'm going to buy anyway. Yeah, uh, yeah. Mm. The fact that it's actually going to be there. Uh, Sandman, you, you, I, I, I watched that Fantastic Four when I was like, meh, and Man. some of those other Man. ones as well. I mean, like, I, I've, I've, because Hutch will always bring it up, I'll pull up Spider-Man and his amazing friends off the fire stick every once and then just to, like, rib the kids. Like, hey, this is what I used to have to watch. And wait a minute, wait, like, wow. wait, wait, wait a minute. Spider-Man and his amazing friends does not deserve any form of derision because <laughs> one of the things it did very well was it presented actual, well, until the later seasons, it presented actual Marvel villains. Like, there's some great, like, Green Goblin yeah. stuff. Yeah, it does. Uh, I mean, there's... Magneto was on it. The, <laughs> yeah. There was good, like, Marvel Universe on there. The premise was not great, and um, the team the itself had issues. But there's definitely yeah. virtue to Spider-Man and his amazing friends. It was also arachnoid, so easy. Okay. Well, that's that's later. And then there was that video yeah, dude. That's apparently the they lost their dude. license video game, video uh, and man. stopped having villains. That's a different conversation. No. <laughs> it's noted. So, but yeah, those those nineties ones, like when I was in college or whatever, you know, they didn't have like cable or and I, I was hiding my nerddom. I didn't really see too many of them. Sam, man, did you you um you you know, you're okay, you're excited about this, you're adding Disney Plus? I mean, I'm not getting it because of that, but, I mean, there will be... Yeah. I'll definitely watch some of them again, because I, I, I watched them. They weren't good. The Iron Man one, the Fantastic Four, they were made at the same time. They were on 
they released it on a block, some kind of like Mar- I think it was like Marvel Universe block. Or yeah, something action hour or something like that. Yeah, yeah and you know, you know, Tony mm-hmm. Tony has a mullet, and you know, and Rhodey's got a, 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 a like everybody a had a mullet. Eighties, nineties stack, uh, smokestack hairdo, and stuff, and, and mm. the armor. Him getting Lord. in the armor is it, man, it's ridiculous. It is. They had and they tried to put CG in it. This is early, early CG, bad looking CG, and it's it's bad, man. But yeah, I'm still gonna walk. I'm gonna look at some of it just, you know, for the nostalgic version uh, uh, feelings yeah. and stuff. You know, and it'll be nice to have it there. You know, sure. You know, I'll, I'll watch some of it. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm not getting it because of that. <laughs> Definitely not. Yeah. So a lot of other stuff. It's just I, nice you know, to know. Yeah, it's like a nice little add-on. It's just nice to know that's there. We talked about yeah. on the text chain. It's like, well, is the Avengers Earth's Mightiest Heroes going to be on there? And it's not. We really, couldn't get any confirmation on that, and that's not a, that's not cool at all. That's not cool. That's that or, or spectacular Spider-Man. You know why? Because Sony owns it. They they did that, oh. and so they're okay. it's not going to be on there. You can count on that. That's which sucks. Sucks because um, those are the best two <laughs> cartoons Marvel's probably ever made. Yes. So. Yeah, spectacular is yeah. amazing. Um, yes, it is. So, yeah, okay. So, that's uh, that's and a funny choice of words. Yeah. <laughs> He'll be here all week. Um, mm. The I thought that it was very, like, weird, too. Like I said, those shows don't age well. Some of them. Yeah. Like, when you watch them, it's like, yeah, I feel the nostalgia. Like, oh, yeah, I remember I watched this or whatever. But then when you sit there, like, the best version to tell if you're old uh, is to watch shit with your children. And be like, oh yeah, this was cool when I was a kid, or this music was, you know, whatever when I was a kid, or this was whatever, and see your kids turn at you um, in the slowest of head directions, like, um, <laughs> this is awful. Uh, I I feel sorry for your childhood where you abused because <laughs> this is terrible. And um, so I, I I feel that way sometimes when I like I see these things because I you know I think I remember the nostalgia of seeing it better than the quality. Like, because when I go back and watch Spider-Man from Fox, there are some good episodes, but there are also a lot of Neogenic Recombinator episodes. Oh, and I'm just God. like, Woo, It's like a 15 part good. fucking saga or something. It's ridiculous. Yeah, man. And, Sp- and Spider Slayers and oh, all that jazz. Yeah. Um, so, it's there are 90s. some good episodes. Don't get me wrong. But, it, yeah. So, um, and then, it's a, and like X-Men, the animated series, too. I mean, after the Phoenix Saga, that's a wrap. Them last two seasons on that show are shaky at best, except for the X the X Factor episode. Um, the, oh, they're right. shaky at best. So yeah, not good. Uh, but you know, hey, you watch those up through the Phoenix Saga, and you'll be all right. All right. So I'm happy so, to yes. report, just like Go just ahead. in the time we've been prepping for this, like there was one day I was running <laughs> around and singing the song. And my daughter was like, "Can we watch that again?" And we put on the first season, and she was all—I mean, she mm. wasn't like all into it. It was on, and she was doing something else. But I can still probably like recite all the dialogue to the entire first season. Um, I think the one thing that kind of <laughs> sucks about the early stuff is like they—the like the action animation is not great, mm. but they so yeah. nailed the characterization of all the people in that, and particularly like. Like just episode one where Cyclops like calls out Professor X on the side and does his like schoolboy. Mm. Th- it's just there's just so much good yeah. in that. It's amazing. And I think the team mm, they put yeah. together is just like a really good cross section of the different groups and stuff like that. Mm. I I mean, 
you're right like once it once you're at, after after dark phoenix it's it sucks like once they like really started making up their own characters and once they had the different animation yeah. teams yeah. yeah it's terrible but there's so yeah. much that's good in that it's awesome mm. yeah but that's it's, the standout it, it, it from is. everything else yeah all these it, other it, it is like you know yeah it is don't get me wrong and you know, about, like my daughter, same way with yours. And I was like, oh, you know, I, I'll watch X Men, X Men animated series with her. Like she loves it, you know. But she, you know, went from there to watch X Men like Evolution and whatever. I was like, I didn't watch any of that shit. I don't, I don't, and I still don't want to watch it. You know, like it's just like a general, I don't know, just age difference or whatever. But it's it's um, different. Yeah. It's got I, its moments too. But yeah, yeah. Right. Okay. All right. So that wraps up blurred notes. A um, little under an hour. Um, that's usually how it works. That's why we hadn't been doing them, y'all. Uh, so we have to do it separate because y'all don't have like a three-hour podcast uh, to listen to. Uh, so yeah, man, uh, good work, y'all. Did I miss, like I said, did I miss any nerdly news from the week? I don't think I did. I don't, I don't think, think there was so. anything that broke over the course of the week. So even though it took us a while to get to it, I think all our stories were still relatively relevant. All right. So, uh, as to wrap up, remember to be able to find this podcast on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, rate, review, subscribe. Find me, the producer, at Brothers Comics on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can find Sandman and Sandman415 on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, Big uh, Brother Beavis is in the ether. Um, so, yeah, man, that's it. That's a uh, great discussion, Joe. I'm going to say this off air is whatever, too. That's it. You know, there's some weighty topics in there, you know, and like talking about the Joker is not an easy topic to talk about because it doesn't just involve comic books. And whereas we like to keep it that way and keep it that simple, like I think when it does cross over into other areas, it, it makes for one, it makes for better listening and podcast. But two, I think it, you know, it takes us out of this, like, oh, you know, everything's, like, kind of surface and whatever. Everything's cool or everything sucks to get into a deeper version of a conversation. So I hope you all appreciate listening to that because that, that, you know, for lack of a better term, that shit ain't easy to talk about. So, uh, yeah. All right. No. So, all right. So, yeah. So we're going to wrap this one up and take a little bit of a break. It won't be a break for y'all. Y'all are just going to listen to the end of this one. And then we're going to jump right into... Uh, the Marvel hacks uh, and get into this Hickman X-Men. So as the producer of uh, this podcast, I'm signing off. Uh, Sandman, go ahead and sign off. All right, people. We will see you soon. Yes, for sure. They don't know that, but that's okay. Know. All right, Brother Beavis, go ahead and sign <laughs> off. I, I, will, I will catch you guys next time. All right. Take it easy, everybody. Peace. Peace.